Welcome to episode 115 of Motherhood in Hollywood. My guest today is award-winning Christian singer Nicole Nordeman, and she's going to talk to us about her new book, Slow Down. Ah, who doesn't need a little bit of slow down in their life? Because things can get crazy. Am I right? Yes. Come on, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hey, friends. How is everyone doing? I hope you guys are having a wonderful week so far. Um, Things are good over here. I say with a little bit of trepidation, just because I feel like I've been talking about slowing down and like trying not to overload my schedule. And then invariably, I just end up packing in so many things because there's so many fun things I want to (laughs) do, you know, and it's hard to say no. It's hard to say no. And uh, especially here in Los Angeles, where it's every few minutes, somebody has a movie premiere or a screening of a new TV show that I've been wanting to see, or they're having a fun party that involves some kind of free booze. And I'm like, I got to go to that. Um, so I'm, I'm working on it. It is a work in progress, learning to slow down, which is great because that is the topic of our podcast today. Uh, a few weeks ago, I interviewed Nicole Nordeman. She is an award-winning Christian singer. She's won multiple Dove Awards. For those of you who are familiar with the Dove Awards, that's a huge honor. She has um, sold millions of copies of her Christian albums, and um, she was in Los Angeles taping the Home and Family Show uh, on Hallmark, and I got to go and interview her for Channel 2 in Tulsa, the NBC station Tulsa, um, where I'm an entertainment reporter. And so I thought, rather than just only getting to show you guys or let you hear the little snippets of the interview I did with her, I want to play the entire interview because... She really has some lovely things to say. And I think things that you guys, you know, might find inspirational. I certainly did. It was they're great reminders of just taking the time to maybe get off social media a little bit. Oh, I know. I can't believe I'm saying that, but um get off social media a little bit and be more present with your kids. It's so hard to do that when your business or your your world somehow is reliant on social media. So that's something I've been struggling with trying to find out how I can cut back on the posts and things like that, that I have to do or that I want to do, you know, for my business and be more present, um, when I'm with Channing. So I would love to hear your, uh, strategies. If you guys have anything you're doing that works for you, if you have something that, um, any tips you want to share, we'd love to hear from you. Give me an email, uh, send me an email at, uh, Heather at motherhood and Or of course you guys can always tweet at me at Heather Brooker or find me on Instagram and Facebook at motherhood in Hollywood. And do me a favor, you guys take some, take a second, uh, or two open your podcast app, whether it's on iTunes or if you're listening, um, on an Android phone on Stitcher or player FM, wherever you're listening and leave me a review, just a quick couple of sentences, um, on my podcast about why you listen, what you enjoy about the show, or if you want to tell me to F off, Hey, that's great. Just make sure it's five stars. Um, when you do, (laughs) that's all I'm saying. (laughs) 
just be polite if you're going to tell me that. Um, but no, really, it truly does make a difference in um, the number of people that have access to my show and can find my show. Every review counts and every review makes a difference. So thank you to those of you who've left a review so far. And um, thank you in advance to those who are about to. Um, okay, so this week coming up, Chan and I have a huge week. We're getting ready to go to Legoland. The good people at Warner Brothers uh, have invited us to go to Legoland this week for a couple of days to um, go to the the press event, sort of a press event, but also to watch a screening of Ninjago. So exciting. Um, Channing, I, I think Channing is going to absolutely love Legoland. The first time Chris and I took her, she was only two and we were a little overzealous in our, um, in our, <laughs> excitement for that theme park we we should not have taken her at that age is what I'm trying to say she was way too little she was in the way too tired because it was at the end of our vacation in the San Diego area and she just wasn't having it I mean fits every five seconds didn't want in the stroller didn't want out of the stroller didn't want this to eat didn't want that to eat so it was tough it was a tough trip for her so I'm looking forward to going back to Legoland and making some new memories with her there Um, I think she's at the age now where she will love it and it's it's really geared for kids ages four to six I think and maybe maybe a little older too but I think she's really going to love it this time. So we're excited to go down there. Thank you, Warner Brothers, Legoland. We're excited to come down and spend a couple days with you guys. Then this weekend, you guys, it's the Emmys. <laughs> I am so excited. I feel like the Emmys sneak up on me every year, and then I forget to post about my picks. So I'm, I'm, have a, I'm setting a goal to do that, to post about my picks for the Emmys and what TV shows I'm excited about um, and that sort of thing. So I'm going to be covering the Emmys this weekend, as well as the new Steve Carell movie, Battle of the Sexes. Have you guys heard? of this it's um a biopic if you will about the um I think his name was Bobby Riggs the tennis player oh god I really should have looked that up before I started talking about it um but anyway it's about that very famous uh tennis match between Bobby Riggs and that other lady <laughs> you guys don't hate me don't hate me um I probably should erase this part and start over but hey I've never edited myself before. I'm not going to start now. Anyway, I'm going to see Battle of the Sexes, and I'll let you guys know next week uh, what I think about that. Now, I'm going to wrap up my mommy monologue by saying thank you all for listening. I'm so excited to share this full interview with you with Nicole Nordeman. Cannot wait to hear what you guys think about her um, story and about slowing down. Her new book is called Slow Down. And here's my interview with Nicole. So tell me where um, this beautiful song came from. Well, um, writing and recording the song was kind of an accident. Um, my son Charlie was graduating from the fifth grade at Metro Christian Academy in Tulsa. And um, I was supposed to sing something at their little graduation ceremony. And I kind of forgot that I had agreed to do that. So the night before graduation, I went to my piano. It was late at night and I was just trying to figure out something to sing that would be appropriate for a fifth grade graduation. And I started to notice um, on my piano some leftover little black marks from a Sharpie. A long time ago when Charlie was about three years old, he colored almost all of the white keys black because he just thought that would look more interesting to have all black keys. 
Um, and I managed to get most of the marks off over time, but there's still just a couple left. And so I'm sitting at my piano thinking about little Charlie when he was three and looking at this, you know, evidence of his of childhood right underneath my fingers. And I just kind of lost it. I started going through old photo albums and just the flooded with, with memories of him as a baby, him as a toddler, now him as a big kid. And this song just poured out of me and I wrote it very quickly and ended up singing it the next morning at graduation. And then tell me then how that translated into your book. Like yeah. what was the inspiration there? Well, I was so floored by the response to the song and to the video. Um, it just was this sort of freak viral moment online. And I think what it communicated to me was what a universal emotion it is that our kids grow up too fast and there's nothing we can do to slow it down or freeze time or build a time machine. There's nothing we can do. And so the best we could do is slow ourselves down. So I started to sort of think about my own parenting, the messiness of it, the unpretty moments of it, and the, and the beautiful moments too. And just, I thought, what would it look like if I could not always be striving for what's next in my child's life, but be more present and focused on what is now. And so those essays just kind of are extensions of the song, just the good, bad, and the ugly of being a mom. Um, I think I heard you say in there, um, and I read as well, that this also came from a place in your life that um, you were going through a difficult time in your marriage. Mm -hmm. You were taking a break from the spotlight, mm -hmm. from um, hitting it so big, mm -hmm. you know, so early on in your career. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about that and how that uh, hopefully is accessible in the book or can relate to other people in mm -hmm. the book or other people can relate to in the book? Just about the kind of brokenness in general? Yeah, yeah. What were you feeling like at that time? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, anytime you're... Um, a professional person who is in any kind of a spotlight there is a tendency to to live your life in a certain way that um, looks like everything's okay like you've got it all together and look at my uh, Instagram page and everything looks so happy and you know like so many of us it's just not reality and you know for me that that came in the form of a very broken marriage and a, a failed marriage in the end um, it came in the form of a lot of loneliness and insecurity and for myself the way that I've always communicated some of that some of those deeper places has been through music and um, just trying to be more transparent in songwriting so to get an opportunity to say in a book to other moms you're not alone in your brokenness you are not um, you're not on an island you are not held to uh, standards that are impossible to meet or reach um, you're you are just human and humanity is okay once we really can embrace it and recognize that before God can really do something in our lives he he has to get us to be honest about ourselves now, I would love for you to talk about that a little bit more how your faith has been a part of your life over this um, the journey that you had through divorce and yeah. through um, these trials that you've had talk about your faith a little bit yeah you know, my faith has really grown, um, as it should. Um, there's a wonderful writer, his name is Richard Rohr. He's a, he's a beloved contemplative um, priest. And he talks about faith in terms of being containers, that when we start our lives um, on a journey of faith, we have 
we're holding a small container that can sort of contain everything that we know about who God is and our experiences. And then as we grow, our experiences and our knowledge of that um, spill out over the side. So we need a new container to hold that and then a bigger one and a newer one. And I think that's true of any life that is, um, if you're paying attention and if you're alive and you're growing, the containers have to grow with you to contain all of the new things that you experience about your faith. So I feel like I'm at a place in my life and a lot of the songs that I've written on, on my new album um, are kind of looking back on some of those old containers, recognizing what was worth keeping and what was worth maybe pouring out onto the ground and starting over. A lot of just reflection, I think, is an is a important part of a vibrant faith. Can you talk a little bit about Tulsa and what it means to be uh, a mom in Tulsa? Yeah. Because it's quite a bit different than out here in LA, I'm sure. Yes. Um, I love living in Tulsa. You know, we moved from downtown Dallas, where we'd been for 10 years, and it was just as busy as you could imagine it being. And I really, it took me a long time to, sorry for the pun, but just to slow down. Like, I, I had such whiplash moving to a place where people are so um, sincere and thoughtful. I mean, I've really been humbled by the people in Oklahoma. I think they are just salt of the earth they would do anything for you um, but it took me a second to like settle my own self down to really appreciate um, what living in a place like that means and I love it I think it's a wonderful place to raise kids people are very community centered very um, tribal you know they they are good to their people and I'm happy to be one of those people now now, this is a very exciting day um, because you're in Los Angeles, yes. you're here on the home and family set. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing here and what your experience has been like. So I got invited to be on the home and family show to talk about my new book and um, just to be a part of like the crazy, wonderful time that they have here. And I had no idea what to expect, but it was a blast. You know, it was really fun to meet, especially a lot of women that were on the show today who are just running in their lane really well and they're doing what they're meant to be doing and they're doing it with excellence and I was just you know I came on the show to talk about myself and my book but I ended up just feeling so encouraged by a lot of good women who are doing excellent work in the world I love it I love it too um, tell me when people read your book and when they hear their song what are you hoping they carry with them I think um, one of my my biggest hopes for the book is that women will feel, maybe new moms in particular, will really feel permission just to be who they are. Um, I was such a disaster of a brand new mom because I didn't feel like I could ask anyone and I, I felt like I was just supposed to have this knowledge. Um, once I had a baby I was supposed to know how to do everything and I knew so little and I struggled so much quietly and alone and I want women to read this and feel like you are okay just as you are um, you, you know, be transparent with your friends, ask for help, lower the bar, lower the standards on your life a little bit. We, you know, we, none of us can live up to the expectations we put on ourselves. So I really just hope that moms feel, um, seen and known and loved and accepted and ready just to embrace motherhood in all of its beautiful mess. Such a wonderful sentiment and an inspirational woman. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. You can find out more about Nicole and her songs and her new book and where to follow her on social media at motherhoodinhollywood.com. That's it for me, you guys. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye.
Balls.